Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Marquise Pouncey might be retiring. He also might not. And we'll see what it is that he has to say on that subject and probably won't know until that exact moment. However, his departure, if it happens, is going to raise some significant questions about how the Steelers should proceed, in particular, in the upcoming NFL Draft. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this the newly reborn DK Sports Radio podcast. And no, I will not be talking about the Chiefs and the Buccaneers making it to the Super Bowl yesterday. I mean, unless you want me to. Do you want me to? No, I didn't think so. I mean, it's not anything against anybody. It's just, you know, it's not fun. I wanted Green Bay in there. I'm totally into the whole team uh, that's owned by their fans playing in a city the size of Monroeville, making it to the Super Bowl again and again with a mega superstar quarterback, uh, again, in a really, really small television market. I think it's great. That said, Tampa Bay and their defense really earned that. And I guess you could say the same thing about Kansas City and theirs because we had a lot of doubts, all of us, I'm sure, that the Chiefs could stop anybody, much less Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, but they did. And, hey, look, I'm already doing this. I'm talking about them, and I said that I wouldn't. Uh, Multiple reports suggested that Pouncey is going to be telling the Steelers, and he's already telling some of his teammates, that he's likely to retire. Now, that's really not saying much of anything, because all he has to do is wake up one day, feel great, and say, you know what, I'm just going to play. So anything that he's told them or anyone else doesn't matter at all. It just doesn't. It's completely his call. Now, Ramon Foster, who writes columns for us at DK Pittsburgh Sports, is in touch with Marquise on a very regular basis. And as soon as Ramon caught wind of some of these reports, uh, Ramon responded on Twitter with a all-capitals tweet shouting out fake news that he doesn't believe for a second that Pouncey is doing what it's being reported that he's doing. I'm going to have to lean toward Ramon on this one. But look, one way or another, Pounce is either at the end or nearing the end. And as such, the Steelers have 
a tough decision facing them when it comes to the draft because of who they are and because of their history at his position. I am telling you unequivocally that there's going to be a lean toward going big with a center, meaning first round. I really, really, really think that's a possibility. And I really, really believe that that will be a factor for the Steelers. If you don't think so, if you think that sounds kind of hokey or whatever, you haven't been paying attention to the Steelers for 50 years. Their tradition at the center position, from Mike Webster to Dermani Dawson to Marquise, and really, I don't mean to show disrespect for other guys along the way. Ray Mansfield is a really good center in the 70s. Jeff Hardings was another one along the way. Uh, they've had other players at those positions, but really when you think of the Steelers at center, there's three names that are coming to mind. Two already in the Hall of Fame, and Pouncey's at least going to be up for discussion with everything that he's achieved. But do you really go and spend the first round, or is it really the right thing to do? Um, I'm, I'm queasy about that. I'm queasy about that. And even though I promised you I didn't want to talk about the the championship games yesterday, I'm not going to lie, watching all those quarterbacks – young and old, I can't help but think to myself yet again that the Steelers need to be not just decent, not just hanging on, not just passable as a young guy, not just coming back for the paycheck as the old guy. They need to have a young star quarterback or they at least need to maximize their chances at carving out a young star quarterback. You know, the signing of Dwayne Haskins last week probably made more waves than it should have. But at the same time, it's at least the right thought process. He is a first-round pick. He was 15th overall. That's higher than the Steelers will be picking in this draft. If the clock was turned back or the clock was turned forward, however it is that you'd want to paint the scenario, and the Steelers were picking 15th overall right now and took Dwayne Haskins out of Ohio State today, you'd be super stoked about it. You wouldn't have the baggage of what happened in Washington in the strip club and the locker room nonsense and whatever else. You would just say, wow, there's the Steelers' future quarterback. Well, I mean, he's still a child. He's still there. He's still impressionable. Maybe they can do something with him. Like I said, right approach. Mason Rudolph showed something in the Cleveland game. Was it enough? Was it something that would sell you on the idea that he's the guy? No. So you need to add more. You need to add quality, and in this case, by adding quantity, 
to the quarterback position. I'm absolutely thinking quarterback first and foremost in this draft. If you're thinking running back, and I, I know a lot of people are, and, and I get where that is just an instant gratification to it because you saw how they ran the ball this year, meaning 32nd overall. And if you draft by depth chart, it appears to make sense. There are times to do that. When the Steelers traded up to get Devin Bush, to me, after a couple of years of really struggling, and rightly so, to replace Ryan Shazier, the Steelers had their backs against the wall. They needed a player to do what what Shea was doing and then eventually what Bush was doing before he got hurt. They needed somebody to go sideline to sideline, to be able to drop back into coverage, to be able to seal the run in the middle, to be able to do a lot of uh, you know, big boy things in the middle of the field, but also to make sure you can cover a lot of territory. Their defense wasn't going to go anywhere without that player, and it's very, very hard to get such an athlete at the age that you need it through other means. So I, I appreciated that. That was the right thing to do at that time. But if you're filling depth charts in drafting, then by definition you're getting away from best available player. And anyone in any sport will tell you that's a very, very bad idea. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our new partners at Fubo TV. If you're paying around 200 bucks a month for cable, as most of us do, FuboTV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels with an emphasis on sports, and now including AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh, meaning you can watch all the Penguins games, all the Pirates games, and you've basically lost all your excuses to hang on to cable. For our listeners only, go to FuboTV.com DK to get 15% off your first month. One more time. FuboTV.com slash DK, 15% off your first month. But I'll take all of this, the center, the quarterback, the running back, the inside linebacker, everything that I've mentioned here, drafting by depth chart, drafting the best available athlete, and I'll throw all of those discussion points off to the side and condense this to a single point. What matters the most right now to this franchise. Yeah, it gets a lot simpler, doesn't it? You know you're going to have a defense. It might not be as great as it was for the better part of the past two years when healthy, but you're going to have a defense that's going to be above average, probably very good, and if they were to find a way to keep some of the players I've been advocating that they keep, potentially even great. You can find running backs. With all due respect to the people who play that position, you can find them, and they don't cost very much. You can get them in free agency. You can get them in trades. You don't need to be drafting them, certainly not in the first round. Tell me where else you're going to find 
a young franchise-level type quarterback or competition to become the franchise-level young quarterback. Where do you find that? Where else do you find that? You find it in the first round of the NFL draft, and that is it. Unless Haskins becomes some miracle. That's it. I don't see this as being all that complex. And I also don't see it as having anything to do with Ben. I really don't. If Ben is indeed coming back and he wants to get angry about it, well, wonderful. That just served the Packers really well because Aaron Rodgers was really put off by all accounts that the Green Bay management went out and added a first-round quarterback. And How can you do that? No way. It's crazy. So much disrespect. Well, Rodgers walks off the field last night, and what do you know? Rodgers is making noise right off the bat that he might be done. Well, the Packers theoretically won't be done at the quarterback position. They won't be left holding the bag. They got the best of both worlds. Rodgers was motivated to show everybody that he still had it, and he did. Making it to the conference championship game is not a small thing. And the Packers still got their guy. Jordan Love out of Utah State. 32 touchdowns and six picks as a sophomore. What's not to like? Think quarterback. Think quarterback. Don't get distracted. When we come back, just one question. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. Welcome back. It's time for just one question. If you'd like to submit your own question, you can do that very easily. Go to DK Pittsburgh Sports, find the article that accompanies this podcast, and go right down there in comments and drop it there. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George, LGKG. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents, 
who need help with workers' comp, who filed for medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been keeping promises in our region for over 80 years. Learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. And today's Just One Question comes from Super Steeler, who asks, could we potentially have won another Super Bowl after Super Bowl 43 if Bruce Arians would have remained our offensive coordinator? We'll never know, but one thing we do know is that Art Rooney, too, is not as good a businessman and president as his old man, the Ambassador Dan Rooney. It was Art who falsely proclaimed B.A. was retiring. B.A. is doing quite well in retirement while the Steelers flounder in mediocrity. Yeah, this is an old debate that was a really, really big deal at the time for anyone who's listening to this and is fairly new to following football or this particular team. Short version is Mike Tomlin and everybody else with the Steelers announced that Bruce Arians was retiring and it was just a matter of days later that Bruce Arians ended up taking the head coaching job in Tampa Bay. And now Bruce is in the Super Bowl and you're going to hear endless Bruce this, Bruce that. The fact of the matter is, if you strip away everything there, the stuff about Art and Dan and Ambassador and retiring and mediocrity and everything else, the reason that the move was made, and it was made by Art II, unequivocally and I think unapologetically, was that Ben's career wasn't going to last a whole lot longer the way he was getting smacked around in the pocket. Ben was getting sacked at a ridiculous rate. He was getting banged up. He was getting injured. And Art was determined to extend Ben's career. He felt, rightly or wrongly, that Todd Haley was going to be the best choice to achieve that goal while also advancing the Steelers' offense. In Haley's defense to everything that you just muttered about Haley, and I heard you, (laughs) he did at least achieve the first of those two things. He didn't add a whole lot of ingenuity, to say the least, But he kept Ben upright. He kept Ben in the pocket. He had an abrasive and authoritative enough personality to not take an abundance of crap from Ben. So I would argue that Haley was the right choice at the right point in Ben's career. B.A never would have done that. And if you want evidence of that, all you have to do is look at the metamorphosis of the Tampa Bay Bucks this year alone. B.A. went into this season absolutely determined to have Brady throw downfield for the first time in, what, five, six, seven years it's been since Brady regularly 
would throw deep. But that's the B.A. way. He doesn't adjust to you. You adjust to him. He wants chunks of yardage. Early in the season, it looked like a grave mistake for Tampa Bay and for Brady. How are they going to coexist? Do you remember this stuff now? Don't let it get washed away because the Bucks are in the Super Bowl. How are they going to coexist? Eventually, B.A. is going to have to adjust and just let Brady, you know, scan the field to see if Julian Edelman is still running routes. Didn't happen. Brady's still throwing downfield. B.A. didn't care if he made mistakes. I'm sure B.A. didn't care about Brady's three picks yesterday. Why should he? He got enough chunks. He got enough points. He got the result. He's one win away from the Lombardi. I'm really not going to be seeing some grand opportunity here to revisit B.A.'s departure from Pittsburgh. That was so long ago. So much has happened since then. Always kind of liked B.A. Uh, when he was here. He's a real guy. I had a chance to hook up with him briefly again uh, just last year uh, at, of all places, at a lightning game. He was out on the concourse, and we spoke after a subscriber meetup that I had down there for DK Pittsburgh Sports. Terrific guy. Hope he does well. But the connection to the Steelers here is, is, is pretty thin. I appreciate the question, though. It's good stuff, and we will do this again tomorrow. At Point Park University, in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career-ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door. Your car. Your gym locker. Your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.